is up, everybody. This is the Off the Ball Network College Football Playoff Reaction Show, overreaction show, if you will. Week three of the, the playoff rankings are out. I'm here. I'm Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports. I got Mo Murphy with me from Up in Flames, and I got Stuart with Morning Brew. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk about the most recent rankings. We're going to talk about what went wrong, what went right, uh, surprises, um, the paths. The most thing we're going to try to uh, – dig a little bit into the paths of these teams to to get into the playoffs tonight. And then we're going to talk about Stewart's rankings that came out earlier this week, how they differ, why they differ, what's wrong, what's right. And then we'll probably spend 10 minutes watching uh, Mo and Stu fist fight. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a good show. Happy to be here again. Thanks for watching Off the Ball Network. Click, like, share, review. You guys know the deal. It means a ton to us, and uh, we really appreciate it. So uh, first of all, Mo from Up in Flames, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm good. I mean, to be able to still be able Are you to- okay to be this close to Stu? Is everything all right? Is Stu, listen, <laughs> and I wanted to say this before. I love Stu. I of just course, we all love Stu. Like, I think me and Stu have this, like, we really love each other, but when we go at it, we just go at it, and it's, like, enjoyable. I don't take it personal. I don't think he takes it personal, or else I don't think neither one of us would be on this show tonight. So, therefore, it's just all fun and games. That's fair. Stuart, uh, how are you doing tonight? Are, are you ready for this? I think you're prepared for what's what's coming, but um, I appreciate you being on. We, you haven't been on my show in quite a while. I've, you've, you've had me on yours to do a lot. The quarterback rankings over the summer. Everybody go back to Stu's show and listen to those. But uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Like That was great, by the way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ranks. Quarterback rankings. Got to throw that out there. They're great. I, I put a lot of work into that, you know, after the Mo knows I put a lot of work into the draft. So pretty much from now until April, it's all draft stuff for me. But after that, it's, you know, I dive into going back into the quarterbacks and rewatching the film. But, you know, I'm confident in my rankings, just like I am in the quarterback rankings. I feel like I put in the work. And so even though people disagree and, and that's okay, like what's the point of having rankings if we all agree, right? But, you know, I think the fun part is you do you do get to debate. You do get to talk about where you're at and – I think the fun part for me is I can sit here and say now I think college football probably started the college football playoff expansion a year late, year too late. You talk about a year where it could have been, it could have popped off. It could have been this year, but they're starting in a year too late in my opinion. All right. Well, let's, you know what? That's, that's a great way to segue. Let's dig into that a little bit. We're going to talk about who's, who's still alive. So for anybody who hasn't like, if, if you're out there and you don't quite know the rankings, I'll go through them real quick. This show is mainly about the teams re- that are alive for the playoffs. I won't I won't lie. So, you know, 25 through basically, I think we decided like 10. You're kind of on your own out there. Plenty of shows to listen to or get at us on Twitter and we'll talk about it. One, Georgia. Uh, that's the only difference from the last couple of weeks to the Ohio State. Uh, two, Ohio State. Three, Michigan. Uh, four, Florida State. Uh, we got five is Washington. We got six is Oregon, sevens Texas, eight Alabama, nine Missouri, 10 Louisville. And I got to be honest, before the show, this is kind of where we discussed. Um, I'll start with uh, Stu. Uh, what's your cutoff? What's your cutoff this week on who's realistically can still get into the college football playoffs? I think it's eight. For me, I have Bama or I have Texas at eight. Mine, I have Bama at seven. Um, I, I think the cutoff is eight. I think there's a shot where there's a there's an, a chance, I think, where Bama gets there. Uh, I really do. But the problem I have with this is, you know, there is the head-to-head thing with Texas. The only reason they're eight for me is right now they're, they're not the best team without Quinn Ewers, I don't think. I mean, they've shown ways they can win without Quinn. But when Quinn's there, I think they're better than Alabama. But I think everything's setting up. I think the committee's setting it up 
and, and you heard the propaganda on the the ESPN show where they're like, hey, Bama looks better than they did six weeks ago when they played Texas. Hey, Bama's looking like a much improved team. This That one game at the end of the year could be the difference between them getting in and not getting in. And it's like, if you put them in, in my opinion, you got to put Texas in because Texas beat them head to head. And you can't tell me that doesn't matter because it does clearly matter. beat them. Clearly and, beat them. Yeah, beat them by like double the digits. So. On the road. Yeah. In Tuscaloosa, 10-point victory. Um, they, never there was no going to win the game. So yep. for me, for the committee, and I don't always agree with the committee, but I think if you say where's the cutoff for the people who actually whose rankings actually matter, it's the committee's rankings. I think the cutoff for them is Alabama. But the question becomes at, at what point, you know, how big of a jump does Bama make? I guess we'll find out at the end of the year. Mo, well, how do you feel about the, uh, the the cutoff right now? Mine's Louisville, and I'm skipping. Okay. I'll say nine teams because Missouri's ahead of Louisville, um, but Missouri can't play in the conference championship. So, like, yeah, Missouri's done. Putting Missouri there, I think you could flip Louisville to nine and Missouri to ten, and because of what the future looks like for both teams, I think it's justifiable. I don't really care who you think wins on a neutral field right now in that instance because Missouri's not going to play on a neutral field in a college yeah. football playoff. So I think Louisville, um, for the simple fact, over the next two weeks, a lot can happen. There's a lot of things that might happen that if Louisville wins out and it is a one-loss ACC, I think they have the worst argument of one-loss conference champs to get in. So maybe you – but things could shake out for them to where they have an opportunity. So, I mean – Let's work through this real quick. I think the committee putting putting them at 10 – Tells you that they think there's no shot they make. They're already I mean, writing them off losing to Florida State, though. Like they're, I they're, think these rankings are writing off teams already, though. Like I think if they win, if they beat, even if they beat Florida State, I think by the committee strictly having them where they have them, they're saying there's no shot they're going to make it, even if they kind beat of Florida agree. State, which is is not fair to Louisville and, and Mo's point because I do think maybe you know they have a shot, but I think them putting the I think the committee putting them at Tim is telling you even if they beat. Florida State and the and the ACC championship, which I think is possible because I'm not a believer in Florida State. You look at it, and you know if they beat Florida State in the ACC championship, I think the committee's still telling you there's no way they're getting there. So here's like let's I like I love doing this. One of my favorite things I ever do is the chaos theory. So here's here's just saying out loud what it looks like Louisville would need. Louisville obviously has to win out. Let's that that takes care of Florida State. So there's there's a spot we already talked about Missouri. Missouri just really are in a position that they just can't get in. They just really don't have a path to get in because of Alabama and Georgia going to the SEC championship game. So we're going to assume that Texas loses the rematch to Oklahoma, the Big 12 championship game. That's going to eliminate Texas. So now they've jumped Texas. So now we've got them up to seven. Oregon or Washington are going to lose that game. Now we've got them up to six. So now what we're really saying Louisville has to do their best shot because we know either Georgia or Alabama's in. There's a spot. Mm-hmm. We know either High State or Michigan's in outside of something crazy going on, you know, this weekend, which nobody perceives. So now the argument for Louisville to even have a shot, we already so that means Pac-12's in, um, SEC's in, Big Ten's in. There's one spot left. For Louisville to have the argument, they have to have the argument over uh Ohio State or Michigan with with one loss. So they've got to be able to jump them. But if they get you know, if they get they get to play that extra, you know, ACC championship game is what we're planning on. There's the path for Louisville to get in. It's a lot. I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think it's worth noting that there is 
again, Mo brought it up before the show. Like the committee writes off a lot of these games. Yeah. But and and Louisville were writing off because terrible loss to Pitt, one of the worst losses of the teams that we're saying are still eligible. But then if I'm Oregon State, I'm like, whoa, whoa, over here, guys. Like we're better than Louisville. And we still have a chance to beat Washington, you know what I mean. So if we're going to say Louisville, then Oregon State's not dead. Well, I think I have them. At, I have them at ten in mind. But go ahead, Mo. My thing. Okay, so I'm gonna paint a clear picture of where you went, Jeff. But I think with Oregon State is a simple fact: we haven't seen a two-loss team make the playoffs, and I just don't see it being a Pac-12. No, no, no chance. Here's what Louisville needs. First off, they need Oregon State to win this weekend. And I know that sounds crazy because Oregon State is behind them. Washington losing. Oregon State beats Washington. It's not crazy. Oregon State's favored in that game. So a lot of people think Oregon State's going to win that. And Corvallis is a hard place to play. Corvallis is a hard place to play. Ask any of the good teams in the Pac-12 when they're good and look like they could go to the playoffs, how much they struggle. So if they beat Washington. Good good defense, good quarterback, thanks to the transfer portal for getting Yui Ungalele out of – whatever Clemson's got going on right now and, and um, you know, giving him a, a chance to thrive. Realistically, if I'm Louisville, I want Oregon State to win the Pac-12. So if they beat Washington this okay. week, they beat Oregon next week, Oregon State will there, therefore turn around and play Washington again had, in the 12. Now if Oregon State, wait, wait. They, they can't get in. Oregon, I like it. But just think, what you just said is Oregon State's going to have one of the best resumes in college football in two weeks. But they, but they got two losses, and so therefore, Agreed. I think that paints the picture. Now, what, the thing about it is where you're arguing with Louisville is the thing me and Walker talk about on Phil Stormers all the time. It's not fair, but, hey, it's, it's it sucks to suck. It sucks to be sporadic. It sucks well, to the not ACC's be. ACC's bad, It's and you got beat by Pitt. It's bad, and you're Louisville. And when you're sitting here talking about a 12-1 and ACC champ Louisville, or a 11-1 Ohio State, who we've seen have gotten the benefit of the doubt on multiple occasions in the college football playoffs, or 11-1 Michigan, like, who would you rather see? Who I do you think more competitive? Okay, so let's I do think, a couple But more. I think the committee, I think committee's telling you just by how much they value Ohio State, having them, you know, in Agreed. the previous rankings, the number one team in the country, number two now. I think even if, let's say they lose next week to Michigan, I still think they're the fourth team in the country when the, the next rankings come out. Like, if they I, fall the way they need to fall. Well, let's put it. I mean, so I, here's think, I think it's Georgia. I think Georgia, Michigan, whoever, insert whoever you want at three. Maybe it is Ohio State. And then it's Ohio State. I just – the committee has shown you and told you they love Ohio State. I It would – Ohio State they would love have to Oregon get – They would have to get beat by 30, I think, by Michigan for the committee to be like, uh in order to keep them out. Because I, so, I just think if it's a close one, if they go down to Ann Arbor and it's a close one, I don't think there's any shot that Ohio State's out of the college. Yeah, I don't playoffs. think Louisville – I don't think Louisville at the end of the year, in the scenarios we're talking about, they definitely cannot jump Michigan. They will. Louisville cannot jump a one-loss Michigan regardless of what it happens. I don't think they can jump jump a one-loss Ohio State. So what we're saying here is Louisville – we actually don't give Louisville a chance. I one, of the, one of those teams would have to get upset this weekend. I agree, Mo. I, I don't, don't think, think it's it fair. Would be fair that Louis and I understand. Trust. Well, me. that's why we're going to twelve teams next year. Being we, college just football playoff, it. like being college football, loving the playoffs, wanting the four best teams, no matter yeah, how come, we end up with a blowout most of the time. Some team last year was the best college football playoff ever in t- semifinal, and then you get to the national championship, and you're like. Jesus Christ, Michigan, if you could have just held on, I'm sure you could have been more competitive than 63 to 7 in the national championship. But last year, the semifinal, 
that was the most accurate you could have gotten as far as the four. I don't know if they're necessarily four best teams, but the two best matchups that created the best games. Ohio if State I, and Georgia should have been the national championship class. Should have been, but it was 42-41 in that game. Well, it was no, like, but Ohio State couldn't beat Michigan is why that happened. Yeah, like, and it was 45-49 in the, in the TCU-Michigan game. Like Those were the two closest games down to the wire that you could ask for back-to-back on the New Year's okay, Eve. So let, let's ask this. Let's work the other way. Uh, we I think we all think Georgia's in. Let's talk about Georgia. No can they? How can they? Is there any way that you no. guys will just move through this quick? If you say no, we'll just move on. Can Georgia not get in? Yes, I don't I don't so. a miracle this week. I don't think. Yes. I don't think there's a possibility. I mean, who? I don't. The only think person they would lose to would be Alabama from here on out. Doesn't matter. And I don't think they can drop out because of losing Alabama. Yes. And, and here's what I'll say: Who, who lot, would who Georgia, replace them then, Mo? If Alabama wins, they're in. Twelve and one SEC champ. We I believe that. We all argue that. If Washington remains undefeated, they're in. Right. Florida State remains undefeated, they're in. Michigan or Ohio State remain undefeated, they are in. You will have oh, three wow. undefeated conference champs, and you will have the one-loss team, and the one-loss team is the one team that deserves to get in because they won the SEC championship, and that would be Bama. And I think under that circumstance, Georgia's out of the argument. Yep. If Texas go- okay. is 12-1 and one and wins the Big 12, and Alabama finishes 12-1 and one and wins the SEC, the only argument you're having is who deserves to get in over Texas. Okay. So let's, let's do this. Florida State are in. And I'm only speeding up because this is interesting. We got a lot. So let's admit, let's 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 work through it this way. Let's admit when are the SECs in, regardless of which team wins. Yes, they're yes, in. When yes. are the when are that Big Ten? When are that Big Ten? We're assuming. Here's what I'll say. I will say this about the Big Ten, and we'll talk more about it maybe next week or the week. We'll talk about it the week after. I'm not sure that Iowa couldn't upset somebody in the Big Ten championship game. It is not a foregone conclusion that that defense couldn't come up with a miracle, a miracle be honest, in that Jeff, game. But, so let's admit, when are the Big Ten? Let's say, when are the SECs in? When are the Big Tens in? Mm-hmm. We, we assume Florida State's going to go undefeated. If they lose, they're not in. But right. we'll say so. Now here's where here's who we're going to be arguing about: the loser of the SEC championship game. We're assuming we're going to be deciding whoever wins that Oregon Washington rematch, and then if Texas wins out, we're going to have three teams for one spot. Three really, really, really good teams for one spot. How do like? It, you know, how do you? And again, I think when now that we've talked about this, Louisville's out. Like, I don't see any way Louisville jumps all these teams. Yeah, I get the, it. Everybody that, wants to put Oregon in. Everybody feels this is like this is like one of those years. Everybody feels like it was just like last year with Alabama. Like Alabama got credit for those losses, and they should have. They lost two games. They never trailed in either one of those games, and they lost two games last year. Got left out of the playoffs. As of where, like I think everybody feels that Oregon's better than Washington. That seems like a consensus, like across the country. But, Oregon, but Washington has the head-to-head, right? That's so what I'm only. saying though is they they Oregon's really want they really want to put Oregon in. Like you can tell, Oregon wins out, so that means they beat Washington. They take care of business. Now we've got this one-loss Oregon team. Let's say they keep looking good. We think they will. Now we got this Oregon team, the Texas team that beat Alabama, and then we've got the loser of the SEC championship game. How are they possibly going to decide? Are you How leaving? can they put Alabama in above Texas? And then if it's Texas, Oregon, you put Oregon in. So are Alabama and Texas popular? I think you have to put the conference champion in at that point, which means so Alabama have to go would be in. Well, what so you're then saying you got, is you have the SEC champion, you'd have the Big yeah. Ten champ, you'd Big have champ. In, in this case, you'd have Florida State, the ACC champ. So you'd have to put yep. in, in my opinion, the Pac-12 champ. So which now would be we're, we're going to be arguing your scenario. Or you're arguing Texas because this under this scenario, we're assuming Texas wins out and wins the Big Twelve. 
you're yeah, going to get a conference true. champ that gets out. That that there's po- highly possibility because this scenario. If Washington wins. If Washington wins out. They're in. I'm getting, right. I'll say that. But, but this is the most simple scenario. And that would eliminate Oregon also. So that takes care of that. Right. Even so still, the most simple scenario though. And I think here's my thing: what, if Oregon what, wins, what how you leave out the Heisman winner? In my my scenario, though, Alabama has won. I'm saying if Alabama wins the SEC championship, if Georgia wins, that takes care of a lot of this because you've eliminated Alabama. I just don't see a world because they showed you. I don't see a world. I I know what Mo's saying. I understand it. But I think and, and I agree with Mo. So, like, we're in the same page. But I think the way the committee's thinking, I'm trying to put myself in the committee's shoes, the way the committee is is thinking and what they've shown you is they highly, highly, highly value Georgia. Like, like Georgia would almost have to almost have to just blow up the entire team for there to be something wrong. I just, I don't see a world in the committee's eyes, the committee's eyes. Now our eyes is different, but in the committee's eyes, I don't see a world where even if they lose to Alabama, they're out. But let so me. Then what do we do? So now, but here's what then. Here's what. Here's what the committee said, and I agree with you, Stu. This is what they haven't done. been put in that. They haven't been put in that position. Now we have. Now we have Alabama, Georgia, Big Big Ten winner, and Florida State. Now you're going to have Pac-12 winner who we said all year had to get in, unless 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 Oregon State messes this up, yeah. and then Texas, who is going to be like, like we, we lost beat a game, Bama. beat out, we beat Bama, Georgia couldn't beat Bama, we won our conference. Like it's it's a mess. Like, but then I don't see a world where you're like, oh, if if you don't do that, then Georgia's going to wind up being like seven. You're going to drop them from one to seven. Do you drop them just so five. you can? They go to five. I guess, but five, one to five. They haven't done that with, with but, anybody. It's, but the thing is, the co- what we know what the committee's telling us, but they have not been in this scenario where at the end of the season. They're facing three one-loss teams. Two of them have a conference championship, and the other, the third one they think is yeah. better than the other two. They haven't been put in this scenario in the playoffs, period. Like, they yeah. have not had to sit here and argue three teams for one spot, and two of them are conference champs, and yeah. one's just the team that we and, feel like and, is better than everybody. And been, here – It gave it to Ohio State every both times. See, if you guys agree, but here's a huge difference in this year. Just – I'll just say it out loud real quick. These are the teams that we're talking about fighting for the playoffs. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, Oregon, Texas, and Alabama. We are talking about eight of the biggest brands – in college football, we're not talking about Cincinnati. We're not talking about TCU. Thank we're God. not talking about leaving Louisville out. We're talking about yeah. everything you want to see. We're talking about. We are talking about. We are talking about whoever you leave out. That person, somebody's going to make a phone call to somebody, and be like, "Are you serious?" Like, like I, that's just the truth of it. Like, it is that's a business. It, it is a TV it. show. We are going to have at least three giant brands left out of this that are going to be really upset at the end of the year. I think it's kind of fascinating. Stu mentioned earlier we're 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 a year late for the you know the twelve team playoff. Um, you know what makes it worse? We're talking about twelve. I'm going to save it for a few minutes. I just want I'm just giving this to the audience. Right. We're going to talk about this twelve team playoff scenario here in a few minutes because I think it's kind of fascinating. But we're going to stick with what we're talking about. So Mo, what do you want? What do you want to discuss? Here? Well, I just wanted to. Um, so here's where Stu is hundred percent correct on why they're a year too late. Because if you look at it, some of these teams literally lose 
that would be like, hey, well, this is why we need to have a 12-team playoff, lose everything they have of being relevant. Oregon loses almost every playmaker that matters on their team that makes them this good. Washington losing everybody to the yep. NFL next year. Michigan yep. losing everybody to the NFL yep. next year. Once again, Georgia, but they've shown they can reload, so it's a little I bit. think Georgia's fine. Georgia's fine, but three of the teams that we would say should be competitive, that we would make an argument for, they're literally losing everything. Like Washington is not going to be this good next year. I don't know if Oregon's going to be this good next year. Shoot, they might not even have their head coach next year. And uh, Michigan, as good as Michigan's been, I'm just saying they're losing a lot next yeah. year as far as what's important for their yeah, past. So is Ohio State, State, by the way. So is Ohio State. But you've you've seen the flashes of what Ohio we, State. We've seen Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama been able to recoup. There's, um, let's talk real quick because I, I I really want to talk about like the scenarios of the 12 team playoff because I think that's an interesting conversation that I haven't quite heard this week. So let's talk about the only the only thing that changed this week really. And again, I just want to put it out there: the committee took the easy way out as usual. They've got they've got Michigan, High State two and three. Well, that's stupid. They play each other. They got Washington, Oregon to you know five and six. That's stupid. They play each other. But that's what this committee does. They always. They always let it play itself out, which I think is a chicken shit way to go about it. But real quick, let's talk about the 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 only move really to talk about. Georgia finally jumped Ohio State. Everybody in the country kind of agreed that Georgia. They think Georgia's a better team than Ohio State. Everybody agreed that Ohio State had the maybe the best resume in college football two weeks ago, and then now Georgia's played two you know top ten teams when they or top fifteen you know teams when they played them walk through them, look like the better team. The quarterback's coming around. But um, so the only move, let's, we'll just talk for a second. Like Georgia jumping Ohio State. Did, did, I, I don't know. I guess, Stu, just how much do you care about that? Or does what? what's your feeling on it? We'll talk more about it later when we get to my okay. rankings. And there's not much to it. I've just given you the, that was the only change to really talk about. I think for the first, like, I'm not sure what went into them having Ohio State number one. Uh, I I said from the they jump, love Notre Dame is the only I've, thing I can. I've been of. on the I've been on this from the jump that I didn't think they were the number one team in the country. I don't think they're a top three team in the country, but we'll talk about that later on the in the in the show. But my point remains that later on, Mo, later on, I think Joe, I think uh, Georgia is what I meant to say. I I combined Georgia and Mo's name together and came up with Joe. Oh, but, I uh, like that. But Georgia, I like it. I think with with Georgia, the the thing is like. I think the committee was looking for a reason for whatever to just be like, ah, they're not as good as we think they are. Like, oh, it's Brock Bowers. Like, Brock Bowers is carrying that team. Then Brock gets hurt, and they're like, they're like, actually, guys, like, Carson Beck's playing pretty well. This defense is playing pretty well. They're still blowing teams out. There's not really much we can say about why insert whatever team here is better in Georgia when they won the national championship last year and they've not given you any reason That's otherwise to show matter. That is not well, supposed to matter. It's not supposed to, but I mean, matter. I mean, who here's what, I, here's what okay. I'll say about Georgia. Like just me personally, they are the best team that I watch on tape all year. Um, they, their yeah. offense is the, their offense is the most well-structured, like, it's not even that the players are better or whatever. They just like they're the most they're the most unpredictable offense for for an offense. I don't care if they come out in three tight ends. You don't know what they're going to run. Like Georgia's done a really good job on offense, defense. They still tackle very well. They also just like Michigan. This is a real thing. Had the benefit of not getting beat up for eight weeks before they started playing tough games. That's a, that is a huge benefit. If you look at like. We'll say uh, high state, Florida State opening, you know, or not opening, but you know, playing LSU right away. 
you you get dinged up. You have guys on the sideline. You have this guy not playing. High State, you know, goes to Notre Dame and then has to play Penn State after Notre Dame. Like it, the one thing that college football proved this year, it was a huge advantage to not play anybody early in your schedule because, like, everybody discounts that now. Now that Georgia's played two really good teams in a row and walked through them, I gave them credit for that. What they also did was they kind of did it pretty healthy. And I know you can point to one guy like Bowers was dinged up or whatever. They're way, way more healthy than these teams that have been battling all year. You know what I mean? Washington, Oregon played weeks ago. You know, Ohio State, Notre Dame played, you know, two months ago. Like, that's a real thing. So Georgia and Michigan are both. Michigan is literally the, the healthiest team in college football, which because they haven't played anybody. And by the time they played Penn State, Penn State had to play Ohio State. Like, these are just real things I'm saying. I know everybody sees Ohio State in the background. I'm just telling real. You guys can argue. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong or right. But it's a huge benefit. The softer your schedule is earlier in the season, take advantage of the healthier team late. And I think Georgia's taking advantage of that now. Like, they look so much healthier. As to where Missouri, you know, like, Missouri is a really, really good football team. But they've, they've had a little more work to do. So by the time Georgia gets them, they're not on the same plane of, of, of health wise. It's just a, it's just a real thing. And from what I see from Georgia, they're, they're just a faster, stronger, they got more of their players on the field. And I can see why the committee put them up there. I also agree with Mo. They, they sh- it shouldn't have anything to do with what happened last year. It shouldn't have anything to do with predictions, which this committee seems full of predictions. So uh, Georgia jump in your beloved Buckeyes. I'm not mad. I mean, here's my thing. Um, up to the point Ohio State was number one. I never felt like they were the best team in the country, first off. Right. I love the fact that everybody else hated that we were voted the best team in yes, the country. Yes, it didn't bother me at all. And I here's the thing. That, I, I want to clear something up before Mo has to say it. Ohio State's number one a lot, just in case anybody doesn't know. We've been number one so much. Like, like We don't really a, care that much about it. We're I, always number We were the first uh, number one in the BCS. We were one of the – like. It, it we it's not that big of a deal to be ranked number one in Ohio. But State. it is it is in a sense that because if you it is on on my sense where like you guys are fans you guys are kind of pulling from the heartstrings from a not guy who, from a guy who doesn't really who watches from the inside out and you tell me and you guys consistently tell me especially you college you big time college football guys consistently tell me and, and Mo said it eight times in the show already the four best teams. If you tell me it's the four best teams, then you need to rank them from from the first best to the fourth best. And having Ohio State number one overall, you're telling me they were the best, the best team in the country when the eye test told you otherwise. Up to no, that's what we're saying. We're saying this point though they proved they had an. And I say this: they didn't prove that they're the best team in the country. What they they should be the number one. But what? But that. but what they did prove is that whoever you thought was the best team in the country played nobody. At the end, they got rewarded for not waiting until the end of the season to play who you need to play to get into the playoffs. They got rewarded for playing Notre Dame while Georgia was playing East Atlanta and, and Michigan <laughs> was playing Bowling Green. You get rewarded for in week three or week four when you're matching up against a non-conference opponent that's ranked in Notre Dame. And all I'm going to say about Notre Dame is going into that game. Notre Dame had put on three performances. They had one of the top offenses in the country, numbers-wise. Everybody was Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman. The offense, they finally got a quarterback. Look what Notre Dame's going to be able to do. The minute Ohio State beat them, all that got discredited. And it's fair. Nope, now Notre Dame's not as good as we thought. Of course, this is what they do. Even though everybody was picking Notre Dame because of how potent that offense looked, 
the first three weeks. All I'm saying is Ohio State, it wasn't about being the best team in the country as opposed to we're going to reward you for not ducking playing Bowling Green in week four when you played Notre then Dame. Don't, then, then don't tell me it's about the four best teams in the country. Then because, tell me well, no, we can all agree with that. Tell, me it's, about, tell they, me it's about resume. It's about who you've played, all that kind they, of stuff. They've told you that, though. They've said but, resume. Okay, but they, also, but they also turn around and say, we feel like the every time at the end of the year when we come to when, when the commissioner comes on or the head of the committee comes on at the end of the season, at the end of the rankings, every year he says, well, this is, we feel like these are the four best teams in the country. Which is ridiculous or, because – If that's how you feel, why then would don't TCU tell me it's about would, who you've played. Totally that's agree. not necessarily true because it's the eye test is part of that. And right now the eye test tells you Georgia's the best team in the country and they have been all year. I don't care if you played Northwest Mountain State of Missouri or if you played Penn State. The The – point is georgia is the best team in the country i won't have been since the beginning of that but what i'm saying all i won't disagree with that georgia i said if georgia beat ole miss like when they beat missouri i was like if they beat ole miss in the same week that ohio state is playing michigan state they're gonna go to number one you beat the number not only did they beat ole miss ole miss had that nine next to their name they made them look like Unranked teams. Here's, here's, here's the problem with this. Here's the problem with this. That is correct, but it's still divided up by loss columns, and that's where the breakdown is. Because if yeah. Georgia had one loss and beat Ole Miss like that, they would still have to be behind, I don't know, Texas or whatever. Which that's that's where the breakdown is because the committee they still divide this up. You got you got all the undefeated teams up to, up top, and then you start with the one loss teams, and then you start with the two loss teams. It, college football is still about the loss column. You still get credit for zero in the loss column more than you do for who you played. It is a mistake. All they've said is like. Michigan did the right thing. Georgia had the right schedule. Like that's how you want to play college football. There is no reason to get tested early in the season. God, Florida State would be – here's where Florida didn't play LSU. They'd be at five and Washington would be at four. That's the only difference that would be in this. But, yet Florida State would risk – you know, had to play LSU. So, like, that's where – that's um, – you guys, we're all saying the same thing here. Is like this committee decides who's the best amongst loss columns because th- that that's just the truth of it. But like, that matters. I, I think we think – I think – I think. What's that? That matters. Like – in college football, one loss. No, no, that's fine. But what I'm saying, if that matters, then just say it. Like, come out the beginning of the season and say, we're not ranking so-and-so over so-and-so because they have a loss no matter when it happens in the season. But they don't say that. Like Stu said, they come out and say, oh, it's four best teams. Diff- they also, You know what they also said the first week? Ah, every week we start from fresh, even though there's because been – this is this the only is change problem. has been Georgia jumping to high state. Most predictable. This has been my problem with the years past, too, is they say it's the four best team. You get a team like Cincinnati in there. And they put I'm Cincinnati and TCU I'm in. I'm sorry that – you know, Cincinnati beating Memphis doesn't get me turned on for a college football playoff match. Bro, like, they put, it, it, they it doesn't. Put, like you beat the you beat the sh- out of Memphis. Congratulations! Bro. Here's they, your participation. They put Michigan coach. State in over 2015 Ohio State. It's tough. Like, nobody you didn't deserve to get in though. Like TCU, maybe they didn't. They got in and won a game. Like okay, they got plummeted in the national championship, but they got in and won a game. I mean, I sure, we'll give you that. I'll give you, I'll give you the TCU one. You won a game. Well, no, but, I don't care that. I, that's fine if you want to do it that some way. Some of my biggest problems have been like you. You're telling me the year Cincinnati got in. I understand. I think Bama had two losses at that point. Like I get it. And Ohio State, I think, had two losses. Well, Bama got in and, and, and I get it. Cincinnati. But I'm telling you right now, I think those two teams over Cincinnati 
a couple of years ago would have been better matchups on TV. And I think last year, you know, I think they got it right. I think Northwestern wound up. Be, I mean, what were you going to do? Or not Northwestern TCU. What were you going to do is keep them out. Like I I'm with you. I understand that. I think they got it wrong in the fact that it should have been Ohio state and Michigan and then TCU and Georgia. We could have gotten that 63 pointer out of the way. And then we could have had a real matchup in the national championship. I think that's a debate, but I just think every year you tell us it's the four best teams and then we go back and we look and there's seven or eight teams that you, or at least three teams. I'll give you three teams that every single year we look at and say, well, over the fourth ranked team, here's three teams I've given you that would have you competed with the national do that. Can I just say this real quick, Jeff? If we're going to oh, do sure. that, stop playing the college football season and just take the six biggest brand names and give me four of them. If we're going to if great you argument. Don't have to play, if you don't have to play, and you're going to tell me that a two-loss Alabama deserves a two-loss Texas deserves to get in over Cincinnati because yeah, Texas might be better than Cincinnati. Then let's just stop playing college football regular season. Let's not, and nothing matters. You don't have to play and take sure. the eight biggest brands and just give me four teams from that and let Oregon, Georgia, Texas, Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, and any two others, USC. In Oklahoma, and just pick four of those teams every year to compete for a national championship. Here, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. The requirement, I think, should change, especially since we're going. You know, yeah, it, it, had it stayed four teams, I think it should have changed. If a team like Cincinnati wants to prove you're worthy, and I think this should be for any team Bama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Northwest Mountain State, Missouri, Blue Mountain State, I don't care who, Cincinnati, scheduled teams. Everybody has to schedule a tough, tough schedule. Everybody. No more playing Mercer. No more playing this, these BS schools. You have to schedule a tough team. You have to beat two top, two ranked teams, two top 25 teams. But these because I think, hey, because but I that's think all done now. That's all done now. But I think Here's Cincinnati, because I think the problem, the problem I have with these teams. Cincinnati and we got put in the playoffs because they said to begin the season, if Cincinnati beats Notre Dame, we're putting them in the playoffs. Everybody remembers that. It was a big, yeah. giant crock of shit. Everybody said if Cincinnati beats I'm not trying to go back and pass. My problem, it all led me to the point of like the committee tells you it's the four best teams, but then they calculate 187,000. I totally agree. That's fine. I don't care if you do that. Just don't lie to me. You know where where y'all are coming from? You know where y'all are coming from? Y'all are coming from a point y'all like helmets more than y'all like playing it out on the field. No, I said this. How many times have I said this, Mo? But you want to see like Ohio State in because their helmet gives them more respect because they've played more respectable teams. Then, if the helmets matter, just take the eight most important helmets that keep the brand together and pick four of them to play. Isn't that what I've I've said? I've said this from the the jump. Now, I've never thought Notre Dame's a popular helmet. I've never thought Notre Dame should have been in there in the years that they were in. I, I what I'm sick and tired of doing, and I understand it happens. This is why I didn't – I'm sorry, Walker. I know you're probably going to be listening to this, but I didn't buy into Walker's hype of Ole Miss. I, I never thought they stood a chance. Now, did I think they were going to get blown out the way that they did versus Georgia? No, but I, I didn't think they were a real team versus a real competitor. My problem is I'm sick and tired of having to watch college football on January 1st and be excited, but knowing that one of them is going to be a 63-7 to win – when we eat, when there could have been two or three other teams, whether whether it's well, a that's what we're going to get. Not, that makes it 
maybe not 63 to 7, maybe it's a 14 point win instead of a 63 to 7 win and still more competitive. And I don't care what helmet you wear. Handle your business in week five, handle your business in week seven. Handle your business in week nine. Well, handle your business in rivalry week. Well, here's where we can't all play Memphis and make it to the 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 conference. That's what I'm saying. Here's where I. I mean, I'm just saying. It's here's why I side with Mo though. It's and and it's it's going to change next year, but not a lot. Yeah, that ought to be said when the season starts. Like it ought to be said. Like it ought to be either you know just like the NFL. It's like your record, or when the season starts, it ought to be like. You're getting this much credit for this game. If when uh, when LSU lost to Florida State, they should have been told right then like how much it mattered. When when uh, Texas beat Alabama, they should have been told like how much it mattered. But that that's not what the com- I'm with Stu as far as the committee tells us. Like oh, we don't care about any of that. We're just looking at the four best teams. And yet there's not a one loss team. Like so, well, real quick. So here's what we're gonna do here. We're gonna talk oh, about who you. Topic. No, no, that's great. This is the this is the topic. We're gonna talk about who you guys think is gonna survive. Um, you know, actually make the playoffs real quick out of the top. We, we, we've got it down to eight. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the expansion next year because I think there's an interesting conversation to be had about what this year would look like. I think that'd be kind of fun. And then we're going to get into Stu's um, rankings different. So who survives? Mo, who do you think just gut feeling is actually going to make the college football playoff? Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, Florida State. I I just think by default, Florida State finishes undefeated. I think by default, they're not going to be tested. Okay. I don't know if Washington survives this week, let alone I don't know if they survive a rematch against Oregon on a neutral field. You snuck, you snuck one out, game winning drive at home. All the momentum in the world to be able to win that game at home. You will be playing this game in Las Vegas. Things are going to change a little bit. I think Oregon's a lot better. And I just I could see Oregon winning that game and getting left out because Ohio State wins the Big Ten, Texas wins the Big Twelve and beat Alabama, Georgia just wins the SEC, finishes undefeated, no questions asked there, and Florida State finishes undefeated and wins the ACC. I just I don't know. Could Florida State lose? Sure, because they had possible losses. Like they have games where we thought they should have lost, but at the end of the day, all that matters if you keep winning, whether it's barely, but you're the thirteen and zero ACC champ, and you're Florida State. You're not not getting in over a one loss conference okay. champ. I don't care who it is. You're undefeated and won a Power Five conference. So right. that's that, that's who I got. Stu, who do you think is going to survive this? Real quick, we'll we'll, we'll reconvene next week and it, it can change. But just this week, who do you think your gut feeling is? I think it's Georgia, Michigan, in my opinion, Oregon, and then Ohio State. I think Oregon beats. Oh, I think wow. Oregon winds up winning the Pac-12. I think. The committee likes Oregon more than they do Florida State, in my opinion. I, I kind I, of agree I with think you. That I, think, too. I think they want them in there. I think they'll look at it and they'll say, listen, you beat a Washington team who beat you earlier in the year, who's got a high-powered offense, who's potentially got the Heisman Trophy front runner. You get your lick back, so you kind of cancel yeah. out the loss. You so, do. So I think an undefeated conference champ in Florida State is just on the outside looking in. I think they do value Ohio State. I think they really, really, really are setting up a scenario where it doesn't matter if you beat Michigan in, in the game. I think they're setting it up to where it doesn't matter. Those two teams are in. It's just a matter to me of of who that fourth team is. I think you're going to have a maybe a, a four or five team. It's crazy. You know, debate over that, but I think it's Oregon because I think outside of Michigan, 
Oregon is the only other team, obviously Georgia. So, I mean, Georgia is excluded from this, what I'm about to say. But when we talk about, you know, I said it was Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and Oregon. Out of the, out of Ohio State, Michigan, and Oregon, I think Oregon outside of Michigan is the only team that can beat you in multiple ways to where you look at it and you say, man, like, they're I'm really, not sure Michigan can really, beat you at all. In, in multiple ways. I mean, they just ran it 32 straight times and showed you they could beat you 32 straight times. I'll be honest. They can oh, I don't the, want to go down this road just they yet. They can throw I, the football, and, and they're very good defensively. We I think, think, we think, I think they can Oregon, throw the I think, think Oregon, the Oregon's physical. Oregon's very physical. I think they can beat you defensively. They, they're, they're improving and getting very, very good at the run game. And then let's not ignore the fact that Bo Nix is still – a dude, I understand what happened at Auburn happened at Auburn, but given any shot, he can he he can play good football. And outside, they're getting faster on the outside at wide receiver. I just think you talk about a team that can do some damage, and you want to talk about other teams. I think Florida State gets the break speed off of them, no matter who they play. I think it's like putting Notre Dame in there a couple of years ago, where it's not even going to be close. So I don't even want to see them in there. Dang, uh, shots fired. Texas maybe, but it depends on if Sark decides he wants to be a good coach or a bad coach. Uh, you know, there's there's just some things going on to where I look at. It, I think Oregon's the most viable competitor. Here, I think we all can agree we could see Texas folding in this scenario and yeah. not being a one loss conference champ. Yeah. Like I'm not okay. saying they will. I just I think we all could see from what oh. even what Stu said, Sark deciding whether he could decide in the that's Big Twelve Championship game that he didn't want to be the a, a good head coach again against the. No, Oklahoma that's fair. Conference. I've got. I, I agree. I've got Oregon in, and I've got Michigan in, but I've got Alabama in, and then I've got Florida State in. I just I, I don't want to see Florida. I, I think, I think they. Break I think they're. I I've, I've been. I've said it all year. I honestly think Michigan can beat Ohio State this year. Um, and it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't say but one word. Comicord. I'm just saying it. Like I, I think. To- I think. I'm, I think. I give Ohio State a chance. But I just think that this season, last season, Ohio State was a better team. This season, I I think all around the matchups bad. Ransom being out is ginormous. Um, you know, Egbuka is not who he was. I don't think that McCord and Harrison without Mayan Williams can go in there and tough it out in Ann Arbor. So I'm picking Michigan. Mo, just hold up, Mo. Say to say to remix. I got. I so that's how I got. And I think Alabama. I think Milrow has turned a corner. I think Alabama is going to be Georgia, and mostly because of the pressure of being the two-time defending champ. I think that is going to come into effect in the second half of the game. It just feels like one of those scenarios to where, like, I don't like to believe in like all that stuff, but it just feels like it might be a scenario to where it's too big for this Georgia team, and Alabama gets them. I don't think I just don't know how you can keep Florida State out, and they want Oregon in. They like. They're dying to put Oregon in. And here's what I'm saying. If Ohio State loses to Michigan, they're not going to look good doing it. There's no way they're, it's going to be like they looked in that Georgia game last year. They're going to look bad doing it. They're going to score 12 points, 13 points. They're going to get a bunch of sacks. They're, and, and then they're, they're not going to look good in a matchup against any of these other teams. So that, that's why I call it that way as, as we stand right now. I just want to say this real quick. Because you kind of hit on the point, and but went while Stu was spit, spitting the gospel for the most part, I think he said one false statement. And I'm gonna be honest, everybody, everybody, come Monday, 
was looking over this fact and glossing over it was so impressive that Michigan ran the ball 32 times. They just took it. They took your hearts out. Um, you know why they decided to do that? Because those first two drives, when they let J.J. McCarthy throw eight passes, guess what? Penn State looked like they could win the game. I'm not, I'm not even arguing that, Mo. I just, I'm not I, even arguing. We're not even talking about like Michigan and or, like Oregon could beat you a bunch of different ways. I do think Oregon can because they've done it. They've grudged them out. They, they've, they've beat you high-flying, high-powered. They've ran the ball. They beat you up on defense, however you want. Michigan, on the other hand, they do get a lot of credit. Hey, you beat Penn State because Ohio State got credit for beating Penn State. I don't think beating Penn State on the road is a bad win. I'm not taking anything away. All I'm saying is I think we're over-exaggerating the fact that they ran 30-something times because when they started out coming out throwing, guess who looked like they were going to win the game? Penn State. So you no, did. I, what you I, I totally agree. I don't. I don't think they could beat you in all different facets of the game. I think that Penn. Well, I think they win if they can't. They don't win the game. Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State are the same team. The I'm honestly, they're the same team this year. But no, I don't think any of them are like they have that next gear that Ohio State had last year with CJ Stroud. I think they. I think Ohio State and the Big Ten was the only team that had that next gear last and, year. And who was the only guy on the show that that when CJ Stroud was getting hate mail? Maybe Mo was with me. I've loved I'm going to tell you this. I'm, I'm a, I had I'm a couple Ohio State fans. Not he, ain't got no, he, ain't got no gold, he ain't got no gold pants. He ain't, he ain't getting no credit from me. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm just saying, he may have lost to Michigan, but I told you. He lost to Georgia, too, people, and Oregon. People question whether he had that dog in him. He came out versus Georgia had that dog in him. How many times are we going to do this? He did. He did lose all the big games. He did. That was our prediction. So we're going to do a what if real quick right before we get to Stewart's show. We kind of added this what if. And what I mean by what if is if it was the 12 team. Now, again, this is what's really important. If you're not a college football football crazy person like we are, what the the the. The 12 team playoff next year is not the 12 best teams in America. That is not how we're doing this. It is a mixture of conference champs. It's it. Well, that's a different. We're not doing that tonight. (laughs) I wish we could. We'll do it in the offseason. It's it is a mixture of conference champs. Uh, I think it's a group of five and then some at large bids. No, actually, Jeff, just to just to enlighten you. No, go ahead. Tell me all all you got. They changed it. They pitched. um, They're waiting to finalize the vote. So what they did was they took okay. the power five conference champs are in. Okay. The other seven are the seven best teams. They're just seven at large bids. So group okay. five is not guaranteed to get in. Still fair. So, but what we do know is what I, I'm trying. Are there four teams that get a buy? Correct. And then there's yeah. four. Yeah, there's four. four so all I'm trying to point out here is this season. Let's just let's just keep it how it is now. This will be the easiest way to do that. Well, we can't. Well, yeah. Well, let's just do this how it is now. Um, we'll say. Georgia wins, so they got a buy. We'll give a high state a buy. We give Florida State a buy. We're going to give Washington a buy. So let's that that this will just make this this theory easier. So what we would have is, so we would have let's see number. So at that point, we'll say the five seed would be Michigan. So the twelve seed will be going to the five seed. So right now, well, we'd have Penn State going to Michigan, which sucks because that didn't work for this. And so then you have uh, Oregon would be the sixth seed. Let's keep him at the sixth seed. You'd have – how is Oregon State going to Oregon? Okay, so this is not working out. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is we'd have home playoff games. So there's a scenario to where, like, Oregon could be traveling to Michigan in in there. Uh, we'll say an Oklahoma jumps up because of a great performance. They could be traveling to um, Missouri or something like that. Like, that's what we're going to have next year in the first week of this. It, it's it's it, I think it's going to be really – I think – 
to me, the like everybody tried to tell me that it, it, how it would take away from the regular season and all this. I look at this right now with two weeks left in the season, and if you told me I got an extra two weeks of playoff football with this twelve. Or you know, how, you know, whatever combination, even down to LSU. Like, let's say LSU squeaks in because of losses, and you got LSU going to Michigan. Like, who doesn't sign up to watch LSU at Michigan in a playoff game? Yeah, you know who loses in that scenario, though. You know who loses the four teams that get a buy. You know why they lose? Because you lose all that money for playing. Well, they've talked about that, and those teams have have complained about that. The, I don't think they. Well, we talked about it. Like, I don't think they did that right with the buys, but that's how it's going to be. Yeah, I'm just saying you lose out because you you like let's say Michigan plays LSU at Michigan, right? Or or Ohio State, but just for sa- argument's yeah. sake, Michigan host a game on campus against LSU. First off, a playoff the TV game. money, a playoff game. So first off, the TV money gonna be gonna be crazy. Second off, you're making a few million dollars. You're making millions of dollars on that matchup alone because that's one more game that Michigan gets yep. to sell out Ann Arbor. So, like, you really lose getting a buy because as a university and an institution, you miss out on, what are we talking about, 30, 40, 50 million dollars as an institution because yeah. you're so good. Like, you don't even get rewarded for being so good. So, I feel like to get be one of the top four teams and get a buy, there's got to be some money incentive for, like, the conference champ or whatever for the simple fact you're coughing up 30, 40 million dollars on a Saturday by being one of the four best teams. They here's do much about that part. Here, here's my thing, and this is what I want to – Everyone, especially you two on the show, when I was against the college football playoff, tried to tell me that it answers a lot of questions, right? Like it, it solves a lot of the problems. To me, we've opened the door, I think, now to where this is going to get out of hand. The 12-team playoff is great, but then we're going to start debating between is the 12th-ranked Oregon State really that much better than 15th-ranked LSU, same questions we're having now yeah, about but here's, but Texas here's the thing, and everybody I, else. I think when you leave it to seven at-large bids and who the seven best teams are in the country. Now, it, then it's going to get pushed. Well, let's extend it to to sixteen teams, and then let's extend it to twenty teams, and then you start getting a little yeah. But I don't away. think it won't. Here's, here, I'm damn near fifty years old. I ain't worried about that. I'm just being totally honest. Like I ain't worried about I just, that. I think. I think. First of all, I it is going to be late. sixteen. Because of what Mo said, all these teams th- are going to want a home game. I think it's a year late. We've already stated stated that. Oh, it's, I think next year is going to be years. a bit of a – not the opener I think that they're going to want. I, I really don't think it's going to go – it's going to go a lot like I think – I thought it would last year. I think there's going to be a lot of blowouts early. That doesn't mean I'm right. Let me say that. That doesn't mean I'm going to be right. But I guess overall, I don't. That okay, this so won't I'm work. Because some a, of these teams that are that would be in it now, that, what this 12 team playoff would look like now would be the most competitive you would get it. And I think next year you're looking at how good all these teams are. But let's take the top 12 teams and look at everything they're losing. Some of those teams are going to be young. Some of those teams are going to be off the map and and be in that rebuilding, getting talent back and being three or four loss stage again. But well, LSU is going to lose Jaden Daniels. Yeah, but for every team that does that as well, there's going to be like Missouri. Look at Missouri's climb to the. I don't want to say the top, but look how good. Like, okay, you might lose LSU for a year, but Missouri's going to be there at ten and two. Like you're, but, you're getting some. What about become, last year? Last yeah. year, Utah had should have had a shot at the. Had yeah. should have had a shot at the national championship. And Utah would have competed. I felt like like Utah there, there are there are examples competed. of where like it would have worked. I just 
I think this year could have been the year where, like, had they rolled it out this year, all of you would have been like, see, suck it, Stu. We told you this was – and I'm not saying that, like, next year – I'm not saying it won't wind up I, working out. But I'm thinking the big thing – there's a lot of people who are still, you know, questioners of the 12-team playoff. And is this going to work? How is this going to work? That feel the same way I feel about the blowouts. I think next year will be there will be I don't, more. I, I guess than the whole blowout argument is. But my my thing is, and I'm with you now. Like you guys have convicted me, you've convinced me. I've moved <laughs> on. I'm on the 12 team playoff train. Let's do it. But my point is, I think it's going to be two or three years down the road before we have like a real competitive college football playoff, like we were. Yeah, but the, but the, the competitiveness football. is going to come because the players are going to spread out. Like it has nothing to do with the amount of teams in it. I think NIL did that. I, I agree with Mo what he said earlier. In the, I think NIL NIL did that. Well, yeah, you don't have more to tell so me. than we, the college football playoff. Me and, like, we did a show. I don't we, think, me and Mo did a show on it that night, and we told you this is what's that's why. Happen. That's why the playoffs. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Real quick before we get into Stu, the thing about it is here's why Missouri's good this year and look like they're going to be good over the next couple of years. Not just NIL. NIL and the transfer portal changes that. But the projection of the simple fact that if I go to if I commit to Missouri this year and I'm a freshman next year or I was a freshman last year, dug it one more year. Who cares about my freshman year anyway? Yep. I may not play if my sophomore, my junior and maybe my senior year. But for the studs, my two years of production is my sophomore, junior year are the most important and I get to be seen and now in the 12 team playoff, why not go to Missouri where I know I'll start and they got something cooking instead of yep. everybody flooding Alabama, Ohio state, Michigan, and Georgia. I you mean, you seen the, the, Missouri Stewart, has five star recruits that we've never thought of for that. Stu, you in the 12 team playoff. The last argument I have is Stu, you understand better than anybody. You saw Butler compete for a national championship twice because they had a chance to, but but like that's I, just the argued, truth of it. But my thing is this: I've if argued they, if this, there was only four teams, but I've argued this, basketball, like Butler would. Never I've argued make this so much, though, so, and because we have the data to prove it, the data has been on my side when I've talked about the college football playoffs. And and what I'm saying is, the data in March Madness has shown you when it comes to March, the this the level between the top ranked team in the in the country and overall and the 16 seed that they're playing really isn't that large. Like, that we've seen that in March Madness. Yeah, but I, you know, know, they are. let's but, just say this. What we've seen from the number one team in the country and the number four team, not the 16 seed, the but four what seed I, has been blowout after blowout but we after also, blowout we with we the exception of last for, year. But it's not really been that bad. Like, we've also saw, like, the Clemson-Alabama rivalry was great. But that was one and we two, saw, wasn't it? We saw Ohio State, who everybody said shouldn't get in, Beat two teams that they we saw but Florida State Ohio who everybody State. but we we've seen Notre Dame coming at boat raced. Yeah, we've it's seen one time like you're going TCU, to have blowouts. We've seen you're TCU, going to have blowouts. TCU, you're never going to stop having blowouts. There's going to be a blowout this year. One of these teams that we are sitting here saying right now is really really good is going to get their doors blown off in the playoffs because when you maybe go, but my point becomes like if you, I think it's you more the more great teams and I do think more so now and I think Mo makes a good point and as I've thought about it it's become the reason I've been more proponent of the college football playoff is March Madness has been going on for like a hundred years. Right. So we've had the opportunities for teams like Butler to say, okay, I think we're you missed not my that point far on from Duke. Let we're just getting close. We're just now starting 
that 12 seed. So I do think eventually 20, 30 years from now, the difference between the one seed and the, and the, the 12 seed isn't going to be that large. Now. But for, for now. right now, the one seed and the 12 seed, there's a 14, 15 point, 16 point difference, if not closer to 30 or 40 point difference in the teams that play. We just no saw way. that with the 12 no team way. going down to the one team and getting absolutely There is murdered. no way on earth that a high state beats Ole got Old murdered by Georgia. Okay, okay. But what and they were, the, what, 12, they were the what? There 12, is 12, no way on the planet, no way on the planet that a high state beats Ole Miss by more than maybe a touchdown. Okay, like but it's, we're that, talking, it's closer than you think. Michigan does not beat Mizzou by 20 points. Like, Maybe double if they get to double digits, I'd be surprised. You just watched you just watched Georgia beat what Missouri by what 10? Yeah. And that was really because of an interception late in the game that basically gave them to yeah. they were up three. And Missouri was was about to start marching to try and win the game. They throw an interception, but that was a dog fight. And Missouri at the time was ranked like like yeah. 10, 11. Missouri would Missouri would give hey, either. all these are things that I'm telling like. What I'm getting at is like the gap's not as big as you think. No, we're agreeing with you. Don't let TCU and Cincinnati in. Like, yeah, because we're agreeing with that. But, but that's the difference. That's what I'm saying. Like, the difference between like a Cincinnati and TCU and Duke and Kansas in college basketball may not be that large. Let me clarify what I meant about college basketball, which is why you can VCU can make a Final Four run because the the gap because they have less players. That's it's not, really that's why. isn't that large. It right? is that large. All it takes is basketball. No, no, here's what I'm saying. Here's no, my, my point on Butler was because they did it twice. And what I mean is what, to add to what Mo said, those kids at Butler were like, man, we've got a chance. If we stick with this, we can do it. And that's what he's saying about college football is to where like Missouri might be like, let's run this back and give ourselves a chance. That's what I meant about a team that I'm comparing Butler to, to, like a Butler was a very good program, but like if you shorten the amount of teams in, why would they like? Why would they stick it out as opposed to like if you just if you give them some hope, they're like, okay, let's stick this out, let's run this back. Well, like, let me commit like, to Missouri and not Alabama. That's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with like Mo right now. Missouri looks up and they're like, Georgia's losing these players. I think if we stick together, man, we can really like Duke right now in football. In football, could be like, man, if we really run this yeah. back, I think we got a shot to make the playoffs. That's what I meant. Not comparing like the underdog story. So now and we're going to get. I think my big thing is too, and I think my big thing too is. I think you're going to we're gonna have to change how we start judging. We're going to have to change how we start judging teams. And what I mean by that is, I agree. What I mean by that is. In college you think these people ought to start watching the games? I think the committee well, ought to in, probably In college start basketball, watching. Bill Self could make the tournament every single year, even if it's as the 14 seed or the 12 seed, and keep his job because he made the tournament. If Bama makes the tournament as the 12th team in the country three years in a row, they're ready to run Nick Saban out of town. Like that's we got to start ju- if we're going to expand and you want to say, hey, it's just good enough to make the college football playoff to give your shot, give yourself a shot. Gotcha. Then we've got to start changing. Oh, hey, look, Missouri's made it three years in a row. They haven't won the national championship. Missouri's head coach is a really, really good head coach. Let's extend it. Nation is different based on program. Missouri. Yeah, I also think that that's enough winning a playoff game. You will keep your job making the playoffs and winning a playoff game. You've never been elite in football. The expectation on certain jobs let's is. Let's talk. Then let's talk. Let's go back to my Bill Self, my Bill Self thing I that like I brought it. up. I if like Bill Self at. makes the 14 seed in, in, at Kansas, the next three years, and he makes the the college or he makes the uh, March Madness, it doesn't matter because he no, made the March Madness. 
You, if you have a shot. You have a shot to compete for a national championship. If, if he's David for the next three years is the 12th ranked Alabama team, he's getting fired. But listen, listen to me here. This is and this is and then we'll move on to Stu's rankings. I promise. I love this conversation we're having. I think it's one of the best I've heard all year. Here was always my point, and we're all agreeing that we want the twelve teams. Always my point on it was once you expand it, you'll actually be able to 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 stabilize programs and each program will be able to get better. And I think your coaching thing is a great point because if I'm like if I'm Leopold at Kansas right now or um you know, Oregon's coach who everybody thinks that they can drag the Texas A&M for all this money. This is what I like about most point. If I'm the coach of Kansas right now, football, I'm like, I can make the playoffs next year. I don't have to go to whatever the, a second tier sec team or a second tier big 10 team. I don't have to go to Wisconsin. I don't have to go to, you know, Ole Miss, whatever, whatever team. I can stay at Kansas, and if, if we're good enough, like, I can get into that playoff. And then he's like, if I get into that playoff, I can win. Like, I know I can outcoach the other team. You, I just got to get a chance. So this is what I'm saying is I think these programs can start keeping – if they can just keep one quarterback, if they can just keep one great coach for one more year and build on that, the next thing you know, now you've got more – I really think that it's going to make – We've already saw it with NIL. We've saw it with the transfer portal. We have more good teams because the talent has a chance to thrive. Like all the teams we're talking about, we got Penix, we got Knicks, we got Daniels, we got all these all these guys who got a chance in a better position that have that that we have better teams now. We got Ewers transfer from Ohio State. His team might make the playoffs. Like all these players, those programs so, will stop being stepping stones. That's the, they'll the, stop being stepping stones. That's the way when to say it. Thank you for saying that. Kansas. What if Cincinnati? If they, we had twelve, if we had twelve teams, maybe Fickle stays at Cincinnati. That's my point in this. And like you don't think like Jalen Daniels, and I, I'm just, and then we'll we'll move on. But you don't yeah. think a guy like Jalen Daniels, and you know what? He's a bad example because he's been hurt. Uh, who's a top tier quarterback that? could transfer. I don't know. We'll just say Jalen Daniels just because. You don't think Jalen Daniels is like licking his chops at the simple fact like, man, I've been balling at Kansas, but man, if it wasn't expanding to 12, it was top four. You don't think he's licking his chops at 100%. the possibility of like, I could go to Ohio State, absolutely starting quarterback and go yep. to the playoffs and get drafted yep. differently, get looked at differently yep. because he would look at Kansas as a stepping stone and he can legally transfer. But now you don't do that because you're like, you know what? If we make the playoffs, Hey, I can stay here. Maybe I can. And what does that do? It takes it takes a player out of a high. We'll, we'll just we'll just do that. I love that comparison because I think that's an apt comparison. Because I we'll say Murphy at Texas can absolutely have a shot at Ohio State starting job next year. But what if he's like, man, I can you know I can kind of stick around here. Who knows what'll happen? My team might go to the playoffs. And coaches, and what that, we'll just say like instead of transferring to Ohio State or or Alabama or whoever. That player stays. That also takes a player out of Ohio State, Alabama's hands. So that brings Ohio State down two notches, takes that team up two notches. Now we have more competitive balance. I really think it's no different than free agency and 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 professional sports. What it did to even out the playing field. Yeah, I really think that if you can keep coaches in place and a couple star players in place, we're gonna it's gonna be better. So now we think, gotta move. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. No, yeah. You sure? I'll give you the last yes. thought on it. Yes, yes, yes. No, we're good. Okay. That was a great conversation. I loved it. Uh, we're going to move on to – so the, earlier this week, Stu put out his uh, top 15 college football r- rankings, and I want to vouch for Stu before you know we talk about this, before I put him up here. Like, he puts his heart this, into it. Bro. He believes in them. 
Like this isn't like clickbait. Like this is his actual top 15. Go ahead before we start talking. And about I will it. say one Ohio state fan said that these were the most accurate rankings he's seen. Another one told me I was delusional. So there's that. And, oh, and both I, of them are on this show. Listen, yeah. I, oh, they're you. both on the oh, show. Hold I'm hold just going to say, I got my facts straight. I, I went and made sure I don't look stupid. First oh. of all, it, my favorite part about being back with the network and being back full time is just hearing Mo going, let me just say, which yeah. Mo never just says anything. <laughs> we None of us do this. But it's so funny that a bunch of podcasters are always like, I just got one more thought. Like, no, you don't. That's why you do it every week. So um, we're going to talk about Stu's rankings. Uh, so he's got, Stu, you got Georgia number one, Michigan number two. Now we'll start deviating. We got Washington three. We got Oregon four. We get So I just want to put out there, Oregon. Washington three, Oregon four, OSU five, FSU, Florida State six, Alabama seven, Texas eight, who lost Alabama, just adding to the audience here, Louisville nine, Oregon State 10, Missouri 11, Ole Miss 12, Penn State 13, LSU 14, Oklahoma 15. So, Stu, I'll I'll lead you into this, then we'll ask you the questions, then I'll let Mo ask the differences also. Uh, the biggest difference we see right away, I don't really care about Michigan at two, whatever. Like, there they are three in the other one. Washington at three, as spare, as to where the playoff committee has them out of the top four. What do you see in Washington that, that you like so much at number three? Uh, a battle-tested team. I think that they've beaten a team in, in, in number five, like Oregon. And they did it in a pretty good, you know, they played a pretty good game. Their offense didn't deviate. They didn't, you know, any of that type of stuff. Now they've struggled in some some of these games, where and their defense isn't as great as we, as you would like for it to be. Which is why I said when you had me pick earlier in the year, earlier in the show, that's why I picked Oregon to make the the college football playoffs and not Washington, because I do think Oregon has the better defense. I do think they can beat you in more ways. But I think out of the four teams, if you get into a shootout. Like I look at those the four teams that I have on my ranking, and I say, all right, if we if this happens to turn into a shootout, the only quarterback I want on my team is number nine at Washington, because he's the only one out of those four quarterbacks who I think is the better quarterback on the field as opposed to the other team. I think I would love to have you guys back to do again. Side note: transfer quarterback Michael Penix. I would love to have you guys back just to talk about how we feel about the quarterback situation after the season's over. And then you talk about DeBoer, what he did at Indiana, and then what he's done now at Washington. Same with Michael Penix. I, I just look at all this, and I think DeBoer's 111 as a coach. As a head coach, he's 111 already. Like, this is a guy who's showing you what he can do. Um, he's proven it, those types of things. I do have questions about the defense, but I think Washington's the third-best team in the country. They've been the third-best team in the country since the since they've been cooking, so since they beat Oregon, they've been the third best team in the country. Before I let Mo ask his question, so you have Oregon going to the playoffs, but you have Washington at number three right now. So it feels like you the head think to head. Oregon's the head to head feels like right now, but it feels like you, you think Oregon's three. going to beat Washington in two okay. weeks or three weeks. Yes, I think Oregon's the better all around team. Now, if you ask me who's okay. the better all around team, it's Oregon. But right now, I have to give Washington the, the the advantage because they have the head-to-head matchup. I'm going to ask one more quick question, then I'm going to let Mo ask his question because I'm 
pretty sure that's going to take up the rest of the time because I really, I think where you here's what I think. I'll just I'm going to put I'm going to preface all this by saying this. I think Alabama, you're close or fine. Uh, Texas is fine, even though they beat Alabama. I I still agree with it because of injuries and everything. And then the nine through fifteen are great. Honestly, I think you did, did really good. I think Penn State at thirteen is. I still think that there it's a bit of a gift to them, but I. Everybody tells me how good their defense is. I suppose they've earned it. Um, and then uh, the, the rest of it. Again, a good 15 just all around. Like just a lot, a lot of really really, really, really good teams in here. Like nobody's, sign, nobody's signing up to play Oklahoma is what I'm saying. Um, so my question before Mo goes is you got FSU at six. Nobody really in the country has FX, FSU out of the top four because – Joel, Joel Clark has them at eight, but I have them at six. Undefeated. Oh, I miss Jules. Okay. So undefeated, uh, beat LSU, good victory. What is it? What is it about on the football side of it? Not not the political, you know, not the, you know, I know you're not, like I said, you're not drumming up clickbaits. On the football side of it, what is it about FSU that you have them at six behind Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Oregon, OSU? Out of the top six teams in, in the country, they're the most inconsistent. I mean, you're you're constantly in one score battles, not with tough teams, with average teams, with teams like Miami that you should have gone in and beaten the brakes off of, and instead you're in you're in battles. And it's not like it's just one game. Like, that's been throughout the year. They've that was been at in, home, too, by the way, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. And they've been oh, yeah. in constant – they've been in constant one-game ba- – one-score battles with teams that, like – Boston College. <laughs> like, everybody keeps telling me, like, we all wait for this, like, hey, this is the game where they've arrived game. Like, we all wait on those, like, hey, this is the game where they've pro- – they, they've had multiple times to prove that, that that's them, and they haven't done it. They're the most inconsistent really team out of the top six, and that scares me overall as, as where I rank them personally you're a quarter you're a quarter I, I want to talk about fsu for a second i know mo loves florida schools that's his favorite topic um i want to talk about fsu for a second so some things i see is like i, I you're you're a quarterback guy um like how 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 good's their quarterback as much as i like him I actually, he comes let me up say big and he's gritty i want to talk a little bit about their quarterback because like all of all these teams like you got to start ranking quarterbacks that's that's going to be the difference yeah in moving forward i do I did drop my draft rankings for the quarterbacks like earlier this week or last week. Yes, you I did. did forget. I did forget about Jordan Travis. So apparently I'm not, very, not going. So <laughs> apparently I'm not very good at my job or maybe has he already declared that he's not going to the draft? No, it doesn't. No, matter. We're just, we're he's just saying he's not going. That's why I said that. He's, he's not even playing yet. Well, I, I agree, but people Roy Smith, I will say I, I got a lot of crap for not having Jordan Travis in there. Yeah, I, I'm about I think, to fight Mo. I think he's a camera, good. Me and most I think he's a good college quarterback. I think he's all right. Hey, here's the here's is the that thing. the worst I, insult you can throw to as a, a good player? My, my problem so with so. my problem with Jordan yeah. Travis, <laughs> yeah. Mac Jones. My my problem with Jordan Travis is a lot of what you asked about CJ Stroud is what I have to ask about Jordan Travis is does he have that dog in him? If if, if it comes down to hey, it's it's twenty eight. To 24, there's a minute 30 left. Florida State has the football to win this game and to go to the college football playoff to beat Ohio State or to go to the uh, national championship to beat Ohio State. Do I trust Jordan? Tra- I don't. I, I really don't. I'm sorry. I don't think Travis, I, I don't trust him. I trust the other five quarterbacks more, but 
I I just I look at it. I just think they're the most. You like Kyle team. McCord more than Jordan Travis right, right now. now as He's right done now. it. Really? He's done it. He's done. I, I just my my thing is I don't love him. And I, I think out of the top five teams, he's the weakest quarterback on, on that ranking. Really? I, okay. I don't okay. think he's I don't think he's been what everyone said he was going to be. Oh, he had that that pre connection with Marvin Harrison from high school. Well, guess what? We haven't seen it. It doesn't matter. Congrats. You do you do great balls Are you just upset? state, every every team in the country. I'm sure division two school out in I gotta ask nowhere would throw I gotta ask against Stu, Michigan State. They're gonna ask a question. trash can. But so anybody's anybody's watching the video, Stu. How many times do you get asked to for a Kyle McCord autograph? Does that happen? It, it like, Someone else mentioned it the other day. Dude, it's it's, else mentioned it. they, it's uh, actually a little it's actually a little upsetting. My uh, wife my wife just started a job as a teacher, and her teacher friend was like, "Hey, have you seen oh, Ohio State? Have you seen Ohio State's quarterback? Like Stewart looks just like him." I was like, "God, they they give me that crap at the uh, so do you know too. so Stu, just so you know, teachers are I was first. Teacher, like okay, so let me tell you something. This is a side note. Every everybody over here, camera two. Um, nurses get all the reputation for being crazy. Teachers are wild. I'm just that's all I'm saying. And we'll move on. Teachers but, can be wild. That's yeah, it. that's, that's why that's why they're six. I, I don't trust their quarterback that great. I don't trust Stu's such a pro. He's that, right back that team. So, okay, I like it. Um, I like it. So, do, real quick, and then Mo gets to ask the question that he wants to ask. Um, Milrow, where do you have him at quarterback at, as we speak? Because I love what he's doing, and it's it appears that it's just with his legs, but it's really not. His arm has opened up the lanes, and he takes advantage of it with his legs. Is what I'm seeing on tape. I love what the kid's done. I love how he's grown through the year. Where, where do you have Milro ranked in the, in this top ten here? Where do you, where do you I think put we're him I think we're viewing it differently, to be honest with you, because I think, especially after that Texas game, Nick Saban sat down and said, "This isn't Tua. This isn't Bryce Young, and we have to win the way we won with AJ McCarron. We have to win the way we won with Jake Coker. We have to win the way that we won with Blake Sims, which is we're going to have to run the football and play good defense. Remember Blake and, Sims? And, and take well, away – You remember Blake Sims? And take away – Championship off his back. And take away the uh, – and take away the, uh, the amount of times Jalen Milrow throws the football, which has allowed him to shine – in the fact of the limited amount of times that he does throw, he does look good. Don't get me wrong. But they've had to revert to playing a style that they played seven, six years ago, which they won a national championships doing, but we've also seen yeah, but I think the difference is not is, though, sustainable to win this those year. Quarterback, no, those quarterbacks did it with a running back. Milrow, the th- Milrow's threat is, is himself. Like the defenses sure. cannot – the it's defenses like, cannot come – He's creating his own space, though. I think Milrow's creating his own space. Sure. I think Milrow, like a better comparison, is like Tim Tebow. As far as like, if we and, take and an extra step, this dude's going to get twenty yards on us. And it's fine. Or he's going to throw it over our I'll head. Compare it like this, you know. I will say Milrow's as good as Tim Tebow. I just said it on TV. I this year, with well, Tim Tebow's I just said it. Quarterback of all time. I wouldn't say that, but we, when we talk about a guy like like I'll yes, do it like that's coming I, your way. I'm a Colts fan, and with Anthony Richardson. Like the thing with AR is this year he's shined, but he's shined because you have the ability to run the football. Like if you yeah. may, if you asked him to do what CJ Stroud's doing right now, I think the flaws 
come out and you're like, oh, uh, no chance he can do his not, one right now. It's not as good. If they say, if they said Anthony drop back and throw the ball 30, 40, 50 times a game, like, like Houston's asking CJ Shaw to do, the falls are going to show. I think the reason he shined is he has the legs. It's the same way with Milrow. Sure, it doesn't look like AJ McCarron. Sure, it doesn't look like Jake Coker, but it's still saying we're playing to your strengths and taking away your weakness, which is what good teams do. But what I'm saying is he's still very inaccurate throwing the football. He's still not a guy who if I took yeah. away if I took away the zone read or I took away that RPO and said, beat me from the pocket, I'm drooling at the mouth at the fact that I gotta rely on Milro to beat me if I'm a defensive coordinator. Yeah, in but my what opinion. team he's not force Alabama. He's not running design runs though. Like Jalen Milrow is not running. He's not just as soon as he snapped the ball running quarterback draw for 40 yards. Which I, I, I understand. Like, but because he's improved as a thrower, last year when he stepped in for Bryce Young, literally everything you said is what they did. That's literally, he just yeah, ran. I, I would agree. And I would say the. But after he got benched, he sat down yep. and you could tell it sparked something in him because he's playing better. Is the dude going to play on Sunday? He's playing probably not. great. He's probably not. But if you just sometimes you got to take away what you think of them on Sundays. And I'm not saying hey, just people, you got to take away what you think about on su- what it looks like on Sundays and just understand yeah. sometimes guys are just JT Barrett. Sometimes yeah. guys are really good in college. But Barrett can throw the football. I think so, no, I think Milrow and Barrett are probably a, a very close comparison. We'll see. I, I want to see one more year. I want to see one more year of it. I just I I just think the the data, the film, like yeah, we have a whole season, but it's one season. We've seen guys have. I don't know. He when here's here's what I like that he's doing, and then we'll move on. I'm gonna have to dive deeper problem. into the film. You're too. watching real quick. Sunday eye. You take what your I see, glasses off and watch them. What I see Milro doing is he's hitting receivers in big open areas, which means he's seeing the field better. He's not yeah. throwing like as to where we talked about McCord is constantly throwing contested balls. I hate that. That's great. That's great. You got you got, you got a pinpoint arm. You got great receivers. That works. Milro's hitting guys when they're open. He's dumping it off and giving guys a chance to run. He's really starting to see the openings in the field, and that's what, just like Mo said. It's it's college quarterback. That's all you got to do to win a championship. Yeah. All right. So Mo, ask, ask Stu what's on your mind. Let's let's talk about it. How I'm gonna you, go grab some lunch. How do you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, I hop. We've been on long, so I'm not going. But how I, do you? I apologize. Sell, how do you sell me on Washington? You sell me on Oregon, and you tell me Ohio State does not beat neither of those teams. And and here's my thing. You trust Washington in a shootout against Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. He's beating Oregon. Cool. The difference is, guess what? In these scenarios where these teams are going to play each other, neutral fields, home, home, real home field advantage is out of it. Real, you know, Dan Lanning handing you the ball with time left, not going to happen on a neutral field. In the crowd in your favor, not going to happen in the neutral field in the Sugar Bowl or in the Rose Bowl or wherever you play. But you're going to tell me you trust Washington in a shootout? Literally, first off, we got to stop the Michael Penix stuff. Michael Penix is really good, but Jesus Christ, you know where he painted his name? Throwing four picks and having two good drives against Ohio State is when he became this 
God gracious quarterback. He threw four picks in the first half. And then next thing you know, because he almost beat Ohio State, who coughed it up. He's been this great quarterback. And then he plays against these bad defenses every week in the Pac-12 because nobody plays defense in the Pac-12 outside of Oregon. And he was struggling for a little bit. Oh, in Utah. My bad. But they struggled there. Got picked apart. You watch the team just get picked apart by Bryson Barnes. You watch the team only score 15 on Arizona State. You watch the team. I think Oregon's, I mean, Arizona's better than I thought, but still they have three losses. They've lost all the Arizona's good, good team. Arizona is a good team. So when they when it was 31 to 24, I'm not going to kill them the same way because Arizona's actually not bad. You put up 15 points on Arizona State. You know what the biggest thing is? You know what they did? You go look at their schedule. We go look at the scoreboards, right? You know what they did? A playoff team let Stanford score 33 points. You won by eight. You won 41 to 33 against Stanford. But you're like, hey, I trust those dudes more than Ohio State. You put an M in Stanford. Stanford. They scored 33. You let Bryson Barnes, who literally has looked like he's the reason why Utah is not any good. And yes, he looked good against USC. I would look good right now on a bad ankle against USC. I'd pick them apart. Stu, you'd pick them apart. Jeff would drink a beer, 10 beers before the game and pick USC's defense apart. That's not saying much. Bryson Barnes just made their defense look bad, got in a shootout, and the only difference is Bryson Barnes would be by far the worst quarterback to make the playoffs in probably playoff college football playoff history if Utah was able to make it. And you trust Washington. Well, then, okay, you'll sell yourself out by like, ah, yeah, but I do think Oregon's going to win the game. Okay, Oregon then, it ain't like, they started off lighting up USC in the beginning, and then what happened? Caleb Williams started picking apart their defense. It started getting real close. USC started coming back. Next thing you know, Oregon's in a dogfight. And yes, they ended up winning. Give them credit, I guess. Beating USC is the, the pinnacle of Oregon season right now. They don't have a good win. We'll see what they look like against Oregon State. Washington, outside of beating Oregon, has really looked just – if they don't have the Oregon win, they're literally Florida State. If they don't beat Oregon, which they did, but what I'm saying, you take away that Oregon win and let's look at the rest of their schedule. Everything you say about Florida State is exactly – before after the Oregon game, the offense has looked stale up to this point until they got in a shootout with USC. Yeah, that's your get-right game. USC's defense is your get-right game as a quarterback. The offense looked stale through times against Utah. Finally got it going just because Bryson Barnes can be so bad at some at some point. You keep giving Washington the ball, they're they're gonna strike. I'm not sold on either that that Ohio if you would have had Georgia one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, wouldn't be upset with you at all. I wouldn't be. But putting Washington and Oregon and basically like you you would contemplate putting Florida State over Ohio State. Like the way you talk about both teams, Ohio State has out of these teams, they got the best defense in the country. They've proven it. They 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 allowed Penn State scored six points on them. Now I know they finished with 12. It was literally two minutes left. Ohio State defense tapped out. Like, we won this game. Who cares? We'll let you get this drive. We don't care. You won't get the onside kick. You won't win this game. It won't matter. Ohio State has the best defense in the country. Michael Penix will not look like Michael Penix Jr. against Ohio State's defense. Neither will Bo Nix. I think they could get in the dogfight, and I still trust Ohio State to win in a shootout because guess what's gonna matter? The thing that Washington can't do, get a stop. Washington won't stop Kyle McCord or Trevion. Kyle McCord will look like Tom Brady against Washington's defense. I'm sorry. I'm literally sorry. I've seen Bryce. If Bryson Barnes can look that good, no way will I think Kyle McCord can. Then it's not that I think Kyle McCord's great. I just, you can't, I'm not going to sit there and watch Bryson Barnes do that and think Kyle McCord can't because we all three would sit here and agree. Kyle McCord is a better quarterback than Bryson Barnes. And they got, we, we have better weapons than Utah has. And Washington not beating nobody, none of the good teams, the top 
five to six teams that outside of Florida State, they might beat them in the shootout. They're not beating nobody in the shootout because guess what they have to do? They have to stop the other team, and Washington cannot do that. Their defense is atrocious. We talk about how bad USC's defense is. Washington's defense is literally USC's defense undefeated right now. Yeah, That's what my gonna... problem is with Washington and Oregon. If it was Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, I'm cool. The only problem I would have with you putting Michigan over Ohio State would be for the simple fact, and it's not just you. It, Jeff, Jeff kind of doing it too, and everybody doing it. Everybody's writing off the Ohio State game as a loss already. Like, because the past two years happened, Ohio State's walked into the season 11 and one at best, which I don't think is fair because we're not doing that. Everybody else, we're telling George, we think Bama has an opportunity to beat Georgia, even though Georgia's just won the SEC the past two years. Oh, it's definitely quarterback, it's quarterback only. But it's like Ohio State walked into the season 11 and one, no chance of beating Michigan. And I'm sorry, after what I saw Saturday, I'm not saying we win the game. But I'm not as nervous about playing Michigan as I was prior to. I don't think so. I just I don't like that Ohio. Because your boy snapped against uh, Michigan State. No, it has, it's not about what. Ohio your IU's quarterback through for like eight thousand yards. It's not about Michigan what Ohio State. State looked like on Saturday. It's about what Michigan looked like. It's about the whole impressive. But either way, all I'm saying, Ohio State being at five is disrespectful. That, all, right, that, let, all right, let me all right, let me let me respond. So I to retort. <laughs> I'll give you the defensive thing on Washington. Um, atrocious. Yeah, I agree. Which is why I said, which is what I said when Jeff asked me about why I had Washington at three, but said Oregon was going to be in the college football playoffs. I said, I don't trust that defense. Right. So I'll give you that. Hey, let me just answer it. Yes or no. And then we'll move on. And you okay. can report yes, after this. If, if you had to choose right now, and I think you might have something, in your solo cup. If you answer this the way I think you're going to answer this, if, Right now, would you take McCord or, or Michael Penix? Michael Penix. Okay, that that seals that that conversation right there. Um, so moving on. Uh, so they have the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. First of all, they have the better um, game managing situations. I think they have the better head coach. We've seen Ryan Day kind of wilter away in some situations. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, hang on, I don't think oh, so. I'm, not, no, I'm not done not yet. Old. I'm not done yet. So I'll give you. I'll, the Washington one, I'll give you credit for being mad about. The Oregon one, though, I think is where the real debate begins because I do think Oregon has a real defense, unlike Washington. And you could say whatever you want. You can say Caleb Williams picked them apart, but Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick in the draft. I think Kyle Michael McCord Penix is, picked them apart. They've been and Michael Penix is going to be a first-round pick. Overrated Kyle McCord, draft, overrated yeah. draft pick. My, Kyle McCord at max might be a six round pick, maybe a camp invite. So let's call the NFL. Okay, well that's my point. Congratulations, you got picked apart by NFL quarterbacks. It happens. Yeah, they're NFL quarterbacks. Caleb Williams is going to be the number one overall pick. Yeah, you're going to get picked apart by the number one overall pick. So you give up thirty on Texas Tech, but you got a good defense. Hey, it happens. You can't win them all. Twenty four against Washington State, but you got a good defense. They got six losses. Okay, so let's go to this. Let's go to the resume. Everyone wants to hang on on Ohio State's resume. Congratulations, you beat Notre Dame. They didn't have twelve guys, or they didn't have ten guys on the field. That wouldn't be the case. Uh, Let's go to let's go to Penn State. Congratulations, you beat Penn State. The week later, they were taking what to the final two minutes by Indiana. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You got to stop there though, because that's Michigan's only win. Hang on. So why isn't Washington above Michigan? I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Congratulations, you beat. Penn State, they went on to what? Barely beat Indiana. It came down to the final two minutes. 
congratulations. I don't know if you've seen, but Indiana ain't very good. So Washington um, won 15 to seven against Arizona State. What's the difference? You only scored 15 points against you okay. were so an interception. That's why you beat Arizona State. They're just as bad as Indiana. They suck. Okay. Yeah. And sure, that's something you can count against them. I just said I'm giving you your props. Like, yes, you're right. Even with right Oregon. now. I just think right now, like that defense is the best defense in the country outside of Georgia's. Talking about Ohio State's. Oh, okay. Talking about, talking about Oregon. I'm like, oh no. my God. Talking about Ohio State, they're the best defense in the country outside of Georgia. I'll give you okay. that. Myron Williams is hurt. Travion Henderson. Travion hurt. Henderson says returning from injury has been a top three running back in the country, and it's not even. It, he's better okay. than your beloved Blake Corm. He's better than the beloved. I, I never said I beloved Blake Corm. No, so just my point. his beloved Blake Corm. My my point is, they've been okay at running the football. Like you said, the last three weeks they've come back. Hey, he's been good since he came back. I'll give you that. But my problem my problem is there's one way to beat you. It's defense, and then that Marvin Harrison was supposed to be the guy. You know why he hasn't been the guy? Because his quarterback can't give him the freaking football. His quarterback he's not had the year everybody thought he was going to have. Bro, what? He's got a thousand yards, bro. You know, he I has, know he's got a thousand yards, but he, you know he has 13 touchdowns. Like, you know, like we, he's, he's been the guy. He's literally going to win the Belichick Sure. He will. But we've, we've seen him. I don't know. My point is, like my the, point is this. It's a failure at receiver. Yeah, he's going to be in New York. He'll be there. He's not going to win it, but he'll be there. He'll no, pop he up there. With Kyle McCord at quarterback, Marvin Harrison Jr. is still going to be in New York. Like he's sure. been the guy. We gave him a. You know, we said, "Hey, y'all want to no, double?" What, what I'm saying, what, no, here's my whole point though about this. And, and, and I stand landing over Ryan Day only because. because it's Michigan at number two. It just happens to be Michigan. Like everything you, all your negatives about a high state translate. So here's what I said. Here's okay. But I also take into account. I also take into account if Kyle McCord. Like, if Kyle McC- you 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 don't want to give a ton of credit for high state beating Penn State. Okay. That's fine because I don't love a high Penn State either. JJ McCarthy had what sixteen yards passing last week, but no. One thousand percent. If McCord, had, I don't trust McCarthy if either. McCord had sixteen yards passing. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, it it doesn't seem like, but 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 you got Michigan at two. Yeah, because I think overall they're a better team. Overall. But what's the overall like, part? Where though? Like where? You said Ohio State has the second best defense in the country. Michigan yeah. does. You don't trust McCarthy. You don't trust McCord. Cool. Cancel them out. You yeah, McCarthy's more. Ta- I think McCarthy's more talented. Yeah, I think he, 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 sorry, he can throw at different angles. I think he's got the bigger arm. I think he's more mobile. I think he allows that he's threat. More mobile. To, I'll give you that. He's he allows more- the threat for Blake Corum to be better. Uh, Ohio State. Congrat! Try running an RPO of Peyton Manning back there. It's essentially what you're doing, with Kyle McCord. Uh, yeah, like, congratulations! I, do agree. I, do, I totally agree with that. But congratulations, which fit. allows more for Blake Corum to succeed. I think what I talked about earlier with with Oregon was they can beat you running the football. They can beat you throwing the football. They can beat you with defense. They can beat you probably with special teams. I haven't seen them do it, but they probably could. Ohio State can beat you with defense. And then, so why can't okay, if the run the game's clicking, they can beat you with the run game. Here's if what we want to Kyle McCord's why, why, enough, he can beat you. But other than that, with yes. one man, Marvin Harrison Jr., they literally he would go for 200 on Oregon. I swear why, to God, I disagree. Why, I disagree. Why can't Oregon beat Michigan, but they can beat Ohio State? That's what I'm asking you. I think Michigan's got more. I think the talent is more at where, like, where quarterback they, is better than Kyle McCord. I think running back is better than Travion Henderson. No. no. I, 
Yes, by far. Form is not by better far. than Henderson. If by he's far. not every time Travion Henderson's not hurt, guess what he does? When he's not injured, guess what he does? He averages eight to ten yards per carry. He's literally a walking first down, just like Blake Corm. We've seen Blake Corm get shut down. Travion Henderson, when he is healthy, when he is on the field, ready to play, and he's the starting running back, he is arguably the best running back in the country. And it's not me. I'm talking about look when he's healthy and he steps on that field. Look at his numbers. He touched the ball five times in one game and still gave you 60 yards over 10 yards per carry. They're not better at running back. If anything, we could cancel them out. That's fine. They definitely don't have better receivers. That's out the window. You said, Oh they, yeah, they're not even close on receivers. You know, they're they're receivers about that. They don't I, have better defense. You, you said I, that. I think but, their quarterback's better. Okay. It, I don't think it's by far. I don't think yeah. JJ McCarthy is by far better because yeah. he picks apart. So he, he gets credit for picking apart Michigan State, but Kyle McCord doesn't. No, neither Kyle McCord doesn't get credit for picking apart Michigan he looked State. Who did he? What's he getting credit for? Then McCarthy did. What does he get well, credit I, for? I, Michigan's I played one game. Like, Michigan's played one game. I understand, but there's, there's a difference between like talent and production. You know what you're talking and, about? Zach Wilson. You sound like okay. a Zach Wilson. Defender. Zach Wilson in college, everybody was in the world. Hey, everybody was, was jizzing their pants over. Zach Wilson in college, At but my point, point is this. Talent my has point. to produce, and if you're counting, if you're telling me that his talent produced against Michigan State, if you're telling me that his talent produced against Rutgers and everybody else, when Kyle McCord is producing the same, he's putting the same production against Michigan State, against Rutgers, against, well, he didn't do good against Indiana first game of season, first start, who cares? But I, won't give him, I won't give him that. If, if he's, if he's, McCord's had the same season as McCarthy. If he's, like they're literally, the, literally the, same the same season. If he's producing and, get, and t- driving you down the field on a game-winning drive against Notre Dame on the road in an environment, in an atmosphere he's never been in as a starting quarterback, everything that you're saying J.J. McCarthy is doing, oh, it just looks nice because he throws the ball sideways and Kyle McCord is straight to the point, bullet pass in a, in a, in a hole for Marvin it's Harrison. Not, it's not necessarily that. It's the fact of like what, like Jeff said, you know, when he was talking about old boy down there in Alabama, Milrow, uh, you know, it, it, it's there. He can see the whole field. I think Milrow's better than both right? of them. Like Milrow can see. Produce. Hang on. Milrow can see the whole field, right? Like he talks about hitting in the wide open holes. He even said himself, Jeff did, that the, the throws from McCord are in tight windows. Every throw is that way, it seems like. Every throw. And it is what it is. You can say, oh, those are big league throws, and they are. But I don't know. My my biggest concern is it feels like it's more so trusting your talent at wide receiver than I think big throws. It's like if I just put yeah. it near Marvin Harrison Jr., even if it's a bad pass, if I put it near Marvin Harrison Jr., then he gets it. So I don't really think it's like, oh, he throws amazing balls. It's just like, bro, I'm throwing to Marvin Harrison. The Jr. only the only win I'm giving them credit for right now is Penn State. Because I think the I think the Notre Dame win was a fluke. I really do. Yeah, but Michigan think, doesn't have more than Penn oh, State. And I'm with again. Okay, but, but I think Oregon right now is a better team overall. It Just feels team. like you should have Washington ahead of Michigan if you're good by your criteria. Maybe, but my point is, I think they're a better team right now than Ohio State is. Does that mean come the end of the year, Ohio State's the better team? I don't know. I want to see how they play versus Michigan, who I think is a top two team in the country. Beat them. And I will eat my words, no questions asked. But I just, I'm looking at it right now, and I don't think they're that good of a team as far as we talk about college football playoff teams. Now, I, I'm not saying Oregon would beat Michigan. I'm not saying Washington would either. I'm not saying Texas would or, or Bama would or Florida State would. But my point is, I just look at it right now. I've been more impressed, and, and there have been, maybe I've been more impressed with Oregon than I have Washington. But I, I give Washington the benefit of the doubt because you beat Oregon head-to-head. I can't really, you know, put you below Oregon 
because you have the head-to-head argument there, right there. The only reason I did it for Texas is the injury to Quinn Ewers. But um, I, so that's why they're three over Oregon, or else I'd probably have them four and Oregon three. But my point is, I think they'll probably wind up getting in. I've said that already. I think they'll be four when they get in. But I just right now, I I still got questions. Like so the teams that had questions yeah, coming but you in. You don't have any questions about Michigan, even though their quarterback just threw for 16 yards. I like McCarthy Zero better right questions. now. I just yeah, right but, now, but but because he hands the ball off better. McCarthy's been there though. Like McCarthy's been there. He's done it. We we know what he can he do. Hasn't done anything outside of that one game throwing the I would, and tight end. Yeah, I would say three drives in a row because they were still in signs and knew what defense we were running. He literally hasn't done fair. anything. No, it's that, no, yeah. Mo is actually right about that. If you outside go back and watch the game, game, go back and watch the game. And, and when the it's when when I watch the game, I just I don't. I'm not gonna beat up Michigan about the sign stealing. I just want to say when it find when it came out. If you go back now that you know what you know, go back and watch the Ohio State Michigan game. Look how it was at the first half, and then look how the second half opened. You were like, you were literally watching plays where you're like, how in the hell did the tight end, how is he just, I get getting open. How do you just float yourself 20 yards down the field if you don't know what's coming your way? And you started to see it. I promise you, you would watch that Ohio State-Michigan game last year a little bit different, knowing what you know now if you see some of the plays that were made. J.J. McCarthy did not statistically he had an amazing game. Look at the throws he made. It wasn't amazing. And it was because they knew what defense was coming, so they knew where to where to slide. So I'm just saying, J.J. McCarthy really has not done anything impressive except for the fact that the quarterback whisperer, Jim Harbaugh, who's never had a good quarterback, is his most talented quarterback. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a good quarterback at Michigan. Okay, I was going to say, let's, let's change that. He's the quarterback. It's not changing. I was just trying to finish. He's never had a good quarterback. He's this quarterback whisperer. The only thing, the only Michigan. Why, Make sure you, you know end why, it with Michigan every time. Yes, but he's been there for the past eight years. I don't care what he did in the NFL with Colin Kaepernick. Oh, I'm been, talking about Stanford. Stanford, he only produced maybe but that single-handedly was, the, the most. That was, fifth, that was 15 years ago. Like, okay, that, I'm still talking, but you said ever. I handed, no, I did not say ever. I said he, the quarterback whisper Has and never had a good quarterback. Is what at you Michigan, you tried to cut me off because you wanted to jump on your Andrew Luck train. Uh, dude, Andrew any Luck. chance I get. Andrew, <laughs> Luck was, Andrew Luck was a five-star, and he was literally, there was no whispering quarterback. He was the highest-rated recruit since Peyton Manning. You were, he committed to you, that's it. Jim Harbaugh's never had a good quarterback, so now everybody's buying into J.J. McCarthy. Why? Because Jim Harbaugh's telling us that he reminds me of Andrew Luck. Da, da, da. Go watch the film. He don't look nothing like Andrew Luck. He's done nothing significant outside of one game, and guess what? The, you know what J.J. McCarthy is? He's one game. He'll go in the first round. The only difference between him and Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson went in the first Wait round. Wait a minute. J.J. No, McCarthy going in the first no, round. Listen. He's projected in a lot of mock drafts yeah. to go first round. Not. That's not a, lot draft, a lot of draft guys have missed the third think I don't think he should. He's not I, the third best quarterback. Based on mock drafts and Mel Kuyper, I'm just going by them. They got him projected well, first. We can talk about Mel Kuyper. You know what the difference is on J.J. McCarthy going in the first round and Aiden Hutchinson going off first round? Both of them raised their stock by playing against Ohio State, right? But Aiden Hutchinson was an NFL-type player. J.J. McCarthy would go in the first round and be an absolute bust because he's not really that good. I you agree. I, I don't think he's the third-best quarterback in He's no, he's really no better than Kyle McCord. He just can run a little bit. I'll give it that. He's got legs. He's not better than Kyle McCord. You know, it's crazy. I, I just think I we disagree in the Blake Corum. We disagree in the Blake Corum thing. I'm not gonna not gonna argue it. We just disagree. It's fine because I think I think last year and you were beating the uh, Blake Corum train last year. I too. was. Javion Henderson hurt that. Hang whole on. Time. And let me say this: 
Man, who so cares much about you had me convinced that had he came out, I may have had him above Bijan, and I, you know how much I love Bijan last year. So let's let's no pump the brakes on Travion's better than Blake Corum. So I I disagree with that statement. But you listen, maybe maybe Mo, maybe you've convinced me. Maybe next week we'll see Ohio State All in I'm the saying, top three. My only thing is is because everything that you would pitch for Michigan and everything that you would, for, for the Washington and Oregon argument, what bothers me is Oregon lost one. So they shouldn't be ahead of Ohio state because they're not better. The, the one time they've yeah. played a team to yeah. prove that they're better. They're not better. They lost that game, barely lost. And if you, even if you wanted to pitch me that you trust Dan Lanning over, over uh, Ryan day, I would tell you, guess what? Oregon has a loss because of the, the incompetence of Dan Lanning in that, that Washington game. In that Washington game, the couple decisions he made is why Washington had an opportunity to, to win that game. Here's what I, here's what I would say on the I Oregon High State thing: if, losses, if, if a high state had Bo Nix, this it would be they would be blasting everyone. That's my point. That's my point. But yeah, it would be agree if with this you. was CJ Stroud, if this was Justin Fields, if this was but you're Dwayne selling. Haskins, RIP. If this was Joe Burrow. My, my point is, like, this isn't the Urban Meyer-led Ohio State. This isn't the, in the Ryan Day with Justin Fields-led Ohio State that can take Clemson to the, the max and, and Justin Fields show you that he's right up there in that conversation as maybe the best quarterback in the country with Trevor Lawrence. Like, you, we'll don't, have, you don't have that guy on your roster that can go toe-to-toe with the big boys at the quarterback position right now. And, and that's we'll fine. See. He beat you. Yeah, here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Me and Mo have. You're considering JJ McCarthy one of them, and we don't think he is. And we'll see. We'll see next week. Yeah. No, no you know, we already saw. We already saw. You know when we saw TCU. Two well, picks. Let me ask you this, Mo. They, they, they literally took the ball. How come? Here's what's funny. How come, how come we don't say so they took the ball? Of suspended John, Jim Harbaugh. Was suspended Jim Harbaugh. Oh, okay. Hang on. If they come in next year, next week with a suspended Jim Harbaugh. No, obviously the sign stealing thing has happened. So that's already like we we know that has already happened and they fired that person. If he comes in and lights the world on fire versus Oregon or versus Ohio State, and what's your excuse in? It can't be the sign stealing. It can't there be because be, of Jim Harbaugh. There will be no excuse. Both of those guys are gone. I want people to understand that Jim Harbaugh is not the sideline presence that everybody thinks he is. He does his work Monday through Friday. So yeah, by Saturday they walk in prepared. He doesn't. He could not show up. He could oversleep. They're already. Yeah, Michigan will be, Michigan will be he ready. Does, he does. He does his work Monday through Friday. Michigan does not wake there up. There are adjustments. Like what? No, his they, assistants don't know anything about adjustments. Yes, they do. He didn't coach the first three games. First off, we act like this was Sharon Moore's first win as a head coach. He coached the first three games of the season. And who they play? I get that, but they already okay. had. They already had. He already had some experience as a head coach, and literally, he didn't do any. All he did was say, "We're tougher than you." You know what? He's not going to be able to do against Ohio State this year. Is look, you're not running the ball thirty something times straight against Ohio State. It's not happening. I so, agree. therefore, if that's going to be the hardball adjustment, they're not beating Ohio State, and we got to stop writing that game. I, I agree, but I do think right now, walking into that, I'm taking Michigan. I'm taking Michigan. Because I do think right now JJ's better than than Kyle McCord. JJ we'll see, silly against the best defense in the country. We'll see next Saturday. You better hope and, Black Form can run for two hundred yards. And, and you better hope we we I, you better hope I better hope that, and then you better hope that JJ McCarthy doesn't go off. Because if he does, you're coming on the morning brew and tell me I was right. I'll, I'll make you a deal. I'll, I'll make be, you. 
I'll be there. If I was wrong, I was wrong. But I'm sorry, this isn't the Ohio. This ain't even the Ohio State defense of last year that he looked good against. This is a top five defense. This is a defense. I agree. And they proved that Georgia is the second best defense in the country outside. They weren't this good last year. They weren't this good last year. JJ McCarthy not doing that, and y'all don't know. They don't know the signs. We switched them up. So, so I'll make you. I'll make you a bet. If if you come, if they, if he performs, let's see. What do you call performing? Over two fifty. Sure, two fifty three touchdowns a win, two two to three touchdowns in the win, and he looks over two fifty, two over two fifty, and two plus touchdowns. You have to come onto my podcast and say, "Go Michigan!" Oh, that there's deal. no way. Deal. I will quit deal. the network. Deal. I'll take right. the network. All right, deal. I will take that deal. I, I'll take. All it. All right, everybody. Now that I'm sick to my stomach, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Mo from Up in Flames. Everybody, go check out the Up in Flames podcast. Check out the Off the Ball Network for everything we're doing. Stu, morning brew with Stu. Everybody, go check that out. Uh, listen we're, to we're, Mo will have to say, "Go Michigan." Uh, this, I I hope not. Um, <laughs> I appreciate everybody. This, but Jeff needs sports. I'm 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 back. I'm getting back into it. Um, powered by the Off the Ball Network. So like, share, review. You know, comment, interact. Um, we might not come back next week. There's not a lot going on this weekend, but in two weeks, we'll definitely be back with a uh, you know championship preview show. So I want to thank everybody for being on here. Thank Mo for being on here. Stu for being on here. You guys are the best. And uh, this is Jeffrey Off Ball Network, and we are out.